0: is so wizarding hey this is tim jones creator of the sour grapes comic strip and you're listening to so wizard on the geek world all-stars podcast
1: network Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastair, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking you people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. There will be no one to stop us this time.
2: what's going on everybody it is time for episode number 373 of the so wizard podcast i am your host joey DiCarlo. my co-host to the queen of all nerds aubrey litchfield
0: if you need help blink twice
2: and the
1: experts mr mark mark reagan i am bernice what's going on everybody welcome to the show you are
2: listening to So What's Your Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars podcast network. This week, we've got some news to discuss because Netflix dropped an avalanche of content at their To Dumb live stream. And then we've got our review of the newest movie starring the patron saint of <laughs> movies we review during a pandemic, Nicolas Cage. And it's called Prisoners of the Ghostland. But before we get into all that, Aubrey, how the hell are you? I'm alive. Yep. Nothing exciting to report, just continuing to exist.
0: Yep. Wake all up right. every day, curse the world.
2: <laughs> yeah. I curse Adam, but, you know. <laughs> all right, Markellis,
1: how about you? I am doing all right. I'm keeping busy. Uh, last week was a tough week. Uh uh, did the episode uh, editing the episode. I was able to finish in one day and then I went back to work at the at the State Fair slash Biggie. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to a fan of the show, Matt, who came by the booth and uh, said hello. Uh, I just happened to be rocking like Soul Wizard podcast, like uh, my mask and my T-shirt. So uh, it was very easy to identify me other than the uh, ridiculous shirts all around. So uh, what's up, Matt? How is this the Biggie treating you this year? Uh, the Biggie's treat me all right. Uh, I was on the lookout to try to get – they have something called like a uh, – it's a pizza with uh, pickles on it, like sliced pickles. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> For people who like pickles, like me. Uh, it's like – it's a um, – I don't know. Some kind of like sauce and then sliced pickles and then like dill seasoning on top of it. I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's oh, just – it's the what? state <laughs> – it's the state fair. So, you know, they got to have that ridiculous food. So I wanted to try it just for the, you know, just for the hell of it. And uh, the line to get it was there was two lines and they were both probably like 40 minute wait in each one. I'm like, it's
2: just a fucking piece of cheese pizza with pickles on top of it. Yes. <laughs> Gross. Because you stand in line for 45 minutes for that.
1: Because you have, you have to try it it's a weird no, food I don't. Ha- well you don't have to try it i i'm one of the weirdos that's like oh that sounds odd let me try that out it's like when they did a deep fried butter a few years ago <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but that deep fried fried butter is like i mean that's not something you can easily make at home you could literally
1: get a piece of pizza and put pickles on it like that's it no it's a, it's a different it, it's not just get a pizza and put pickled toppings on it it like the sauce is is Different. Um, I mean, the crust is the same, uh, but the sauce is different and the dressing is different and the seasoning is different. It's like a pickle, I don't know, extravaganza, but in pizza form. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I want to try it. I'm I'm that weirdo that likes to try the new snacks. Well, it sounds awful. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) And that's why I need to try it. Having awful things in my life seems to be the theme for this week. (laughs) More on that later. That's my love life. Spoiler for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I hate pickles, so I'll stay as far away from that as humanly there you possible. Go. When, when they make the uh, black jelly bean pizza, dude, I'll, I'll let you know. <sighs> Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Joey, how are you doing this week, dude? I am pretty
2: good, man. I'm really tired, but it's okay. I had – I actually – had gone out and done something this past week, which is exciting besides working and sleeping. I went to a concert for the first time in over two years. So, nice. Was it, was it bad Barbie? No, it was not bad baby. Um, <laughs> Mark Ellis Regans. It was not, um, it was supposed to be uh, flogging Molly, uh, the violent Femmes, and me first in the gimme gimmies. And when we got to the concert, well, all right, first of all, All in the lead up to the concert, like, they were sending emails, like, twice a day. Like, you can't get in unless you have a Vax card and an ID to match. You can't get in, like, nonstop. And, like, I I understand that because they didn't want, like, a Karen situation or, like, a customer service situation. Like, they wanted to make sure you fucking knew. Right. Like, you weren't coming in without that, like... I'm like, all right, no, no problem. So me and Janine, like we ch- made sure we had them, you know, we-, we checked like 50 times. I was like slapping the like, pocket on my leg, like every five minutes, making sure I had them. Like I'm not driving all, it was a uh, hour and a 45 minute drive to the place. So I'm like, I'm not driving all the way down here and freaking forget it. Blah, blah, blah. So we get there, we go up to the door. It's some like bored teenager who <laughs> didn't even like look at them. I-, I, I pulled the thing out with both of our cards in it It was in like a holder and I went to hand it to him. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> nice I didn't even check our ids it could have been a piece of paper i wrote a crayon it wouldn't have fucking mattered um but when we got inside there was a huge sign that said that floggy molly had canceled because uh members of their touring party had COVID and they had a quarantine oh that sucks yeah so one of the headliners knocked out like right away um we didn't know about this apparently it was announced on social media earlier in the day but i didn't know um and I'm, I'm sure that affected attendance because the place was probably like a fourth full. <laughs> oh, wow. We had tickets uh, up top and they actually tarped up the whole top and they upgraded us to like seats in the lower bowl. And then the first band played it was a band called Thick and they sucked. I mean, you know, you go to a concert, the very, very, very first band, 99.9% of the times is going to be terrible. Um they were terrible. But while they were playing, me and Janine moved, like, way down front into, like, the $175 seat. Nice. And Janine's like, oh, man, somebody's going to come along and, and, and get mad at us. I'm like, who? The security girl over there that's been playing with her phone the whole time? Like, just, <laughs> like who's going to care? And, like, there's nobody here. So, we, And I was like, if somebody says something, I'm just be like, oh, whoops, we're in the wrong row. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to care. And we, no one, no one moved us out of those seats all night. Um, but – uh, me first and Gimme was amazing. I've been waiting to see them in concert for probably like five or six years. And they did not disappoint. And they did play Danny's song, which was what I was hoping to hear them play, so that was good. And then um Violent Films were awesome. Um, they they were freaking awesome. You know, I'm you know all their songs, <laughs> even though you don't think you do, you know like the majority of the songs. Um the bass player played a conch shell at one point, it was insane. But yeah, it was a good time. it was good. I wish Flogging Molly had played, but I was happy to get out of the house and go to a concert for the first time in two years. so nice and that's my story. That's my exciting story about going to a concert. I've got tickets to see sticks at the big e. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> coming, coming up this weekend so we'll to try to find your uh, your t-shirt booth but, We'll see. Hopefully that doesn't get canceled or anything, because my wife has not been to a concert in in over two years now. So you got to make sure we, we got to get her out of the house. She wants to see sticks. So domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> um, but enough about us. Let's talk some more about us. Marcellus Regans. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more? So is her podcast.
1: Alright, so everybody can go over to sowizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly uh, you'll find some recommendations on new movies books and tv shows from the awesome adam Mallyhock. Uh you'll also find our merchandise there we have a t public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts sweatshirts journals coffee mugs baby onesies all types of things with the soul wizard podcast logo and designs all over it uh, you can also find our social media links there we have facebook we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Hawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Well, we have a patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show shout out to all of our podcasting family in the geek world all-stars podcast and network back to you joey
2: dad you okay, sport there's such thing as monsters.
1: Well, here's the thing,
2: Luke. In a lot of ways, humans are the real monsters. So I'd say yes. Amazing. All right, Mark Hellas, we've got a deluge of news to talk about. So let's do it. Let's drop that drop and let's talk that news.
1: Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, more. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, uh, Netflix did a online event uh, that I believe was similar to what DC did uh, during the pandemic last year, the DC Fandom. Uh, they did an online event that was three hours where they introduced uh, a lot of things that they had coming up, uh, including some trailers, um, some announcements, and things that were important to the Netflix, uh, I guess, uh, subscription service. So the name of the event was called to dum to little chime that plays before uh, every Netflix movie or TV show starts. And, yeah, they released a few trailers that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch the event at all, unfortunately. I was not around uh, to see it. but It I, was like six hours long, too. Was it? I thought it was supposed to be like three hours. I don't know. It felt like it was like <laughs> ten hours long. Uh, every time I turned around, something else was coming out. I'm like, this is still going on? Nice. Nice. Well, they, Netflix is trying to, maybe they're just struggling and they just want to get everyone, uh, they want to get everyone hyped for what's coming up. Or maybe they just, maybe we showed Netflix so much love over the past like year and a half for the pandemic. They're just like, all right, we got to keep it going. Got to keep this gravy train going. Uh, So yeah. So let's talk about some of the trailers that did drop. Uh, So one of the first ones that came out was a teaser for stranger things four. Uh, they did release a little bit of a teaser a while ago. I know with the pandemic, uh, production was shut down for a little while, which is why it's being delayed. But this time we got a little bit more footage, uh, including scenes of the kids. Uh, looks like they're doing a uh, almost like a Scooby-Doo adventure where they're uh, looking into a haunted house. It's a little bit different from what they've been doing in the past few seasons. Uh, but it's, you know, a change is, is always a nice welcome. Uh, It's nice to see the kids back together again. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited about what I saw. What did you guys think of the Stranger Things 4 teaser? Let's start with Aubrey.
0: I am super excited to see the the new season.
1: What did you think Um, of the teaser? I
0: think that the the teaser was kind of weird because it shows them in the house and everything. And I want to see more Hopper. (laughs) I don't care about them in the house. I want to know my man is back in the show and he's live.
1: We got a teaser with Hopper year, like a year ago of him, like I know, in but Russia. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> okay, I
0: want more?
1: All right, bring back Hopper ASAP for Aubrey, please. Yes. All right, Joey. What about you, man? How did you feel about this uh, Stranger Things four teaser?
2: I gotta be honest with you, I was originally like super excited when I saw it dropped and then I was just watching it and I was like, This is really cool and everything, but um I, I just I just want it to come out at this point. I just want it to come out. I mean, how long has it been at this point
1: since season three? Um, I don't remember. It it had to have been it must have been twenty nineteen, at the beginning oh, of twenty nineteen. look.
2: All right. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like it was forever ago. It literally feels like a lifetime ago. It was pre-pandemic. Like, I I just, I I need it now. I don't want any more teasers. I don't want any more trailers. I don't want any posters. I just want it to come out. I want to fucking watch it. (laughs) This looks really cool. Uh, It looks interesting. I don't understand what's happening in it. And I got to be honest with you, I barely remember what happened in the last season. Um it was, was the, that the one where they went to the dance at the end and the mind flare was outside? Right,
1: yeah, yeah. The so yes. one the big battle was at the mall at the end of it.
2: No, that was a different one, right? Is that the same season?
1: Yeah, because what's his name? The Red Power Ranger, the mullet. Thank you. Yes. it's amazing you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, that dude, he like died at the end of that one.
2: Yeah. Billy um get eaten by it but like i thought that was season two i don't remember anyway i need to like read a recap or something before this comes out because it's been a while but i'm like super excited and this looks great but like it's just making me like angry that i can't watch it now
1: so well the good news is it's coming out some point next year so yeah but that
2: doesn't mean anything that could be (laughs) december next year it could be december 31st 2022 (laughs) i know (laughs) dude that kid That plays, uh, shit, what's the black kid's name in in Stranger's Name? Lucas. Not the actor, Lucas. Um, God, this is how long it is, but I can't remember the character's names. I'm like, the kid from It, the guy with no teeth, uh, Enola Holmes, and the black kid. (laughs) (laughs) Lucas looks like he's 27. (laughs) Even, uh, fuck, the kid with no teeth. What's his name in, in this? Dustin. I'm bad, this is bad. Dustin, yeah. Even Dustin looks like he's super old. And he was like the most baby face out of all of them. So yeah. they, they got to wrap this up or it's going to be Stranger Things to college years pretty soon. Oh, it's totally going to be Stranger Things to college years. They're, they're doing it, man. You might as well yeah, just get used to it. Some of them it. are going to like be like, oh, I have a real career now. And the other members are going to be like, they're going to be fucking screech. <laughs> like they're, they're they're in
1: for Stranger Things, the next generation. They're, they're in for everything. Yep, exactly. You appreciate Millie Bobby Brown while you can because uh, Anola yeah. Holmes – Two, three, and four are probably coming soon. Sooner yeah, than that did. kid from It, whose
2: uh, sister is anorexic, and in
1: Stranger Things, she's she's in this for for life. Yeah. Oh, you think so? <laughs> nah, <laughs> she's good. All right, so uh, yeah, so that's going to be Stranger Things f- uh, season four. All right, so the next teaser is a title that feels like it's been happening forever and ever and ever. Uh, we actually got some footage from a live-action Sandman, uh, The Sandman, based on the comic book by Neil Gaiman. Now, this er, this is a, a book that I've never read. Uh, I've just waited for the movie back in 1998 when, <laughs> <laughs> when they announced it was coming soon. I'm like, oh, Sandman's coming out in 1998? Perfect. I won't have to read the book. I'll just I'll just wait for the movie. Uh, I'm still waiting. So uh, we are getting a Netflix TV show of that. And they actually showed a little bit of footage. Uh, Not being familiar with the characters or the comic book, I think it looked really cool. And it piqued my interest. And it was really cool to see the old dude from Game of Thrones in there. Because he's kind of a badass. Uh, But yeah, what did you guys think of the Sandman? Let's go back to Aubrey.
0: Eh, who's right? I don't care too much.
1: Are you familiar with the, uh, the book or the characters at all?
0: Um... Not really. I mean, there's so many Sandmans. (laughs) I feel like, like there's the villain in Spider Man, and
2: it's I don't know.
0: And and I also um,
2: there's Mr. Sandman. He's bringing you a dream.
0: There's so many many people that can control sand in the Marvel universe, in the DC universe.
1: (laughs) This this doesn't have anything to do with sand. I was
0: going (laughs) to say. It's it's boring. I don't care about sand.
1: It doesn't have anything to do with sand.
0: It does now. I don't give a shit.
1: Uh, Aubrey hates sand. It it gets everywhere. (laughs) It's It's annoying. annoying.
0: I called it. It's going to be all about sand, and I don't like it. It
2: has nothing to do with sand.
0: (laughs) It does now. (laughs)
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. So we're going to we're going to put a pin in that one for Aubrey. Uh, Joey, how about you? dude? What do you think of this teaser? <laughs> um, I,
2: I, I don't like the books. I'll be honest with you up front. Okay. I tried. I tried. I tried, fam. I read the first two volumes. It's just not for me. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I might end up watching the show and absolutely loving it, you know, because it could be the opposite of something else where like people love the book and then they hate the show is to mm-hmm. be the difference for me. I don't hate the book. It's just, it's really well done. It's really well written. Um, the art's beautiful. It's just not a thing for me. It's not a thing I like. It's not the type of comics I like to read. It's, boring <laughs> mm. it's just not for me but who knows I mean this looks interesting enough but knowing the source material is just something I'm not interested in at all it's tough for me to get super excited about it um, I want to believe though much like the poster in Mulder's office I want to believe that you know this could be cool but mm. I'll check it out when it comes out it's not like there's a lot of effort required to watch an episode or two with something on
1: Netflix so yeah yeah and it, it honestly does it even a release date yet uh, you know what? It does not. I actually looked it up. It does not have a release date. Is Joseph Gordon-Levitt still making a movie version? Uh, no, no. That
2: died on a vine a while ago. <laughs> we could have a whole episode just talking about all the different versions of this they were going to make. So.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the, the thing about this is, you know, there's a lot of people who just won't read – uh I mean you read it and you you know it didn't really appeal to you but a lot of people just haven't read the book um you know same as preacher there's like just some books that people just won't read but if you make it into a TV show uh and like the walking dead too it might attract a, a different audience or more of an audience so I think that even though the book is you know it's beloved by a lot of different people I think uh, a lot of people are going to be tuned into the TV show because you know it has a it has some clout and it has, uh, you know, Neil Gaiman's name on it, and you know, like I said, it's beloved. So I think it's going to be a big hit. I'm, I'm actually excited for it. When, whenever it comes good. out, if it's good. Nineteen, yeah, I know. I was excited for Why the Last Man too, but <laughs> that one has not been doing too well. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I have not heard a lot of positive things about that. And that's another <laughs> yeah, I'm having book. trouble sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it that
2: boring, dude? Yeah, uh, su- not to derail the conversation, but if we're going to be talking about disappointments of the year uh, at oh, some point later on this wow. year, uh, this will be high on the list. Oh, man, this is another beloved comic book that's w- super I've, boring, I've, uh, completely loses the plot, oh. barely any focus on the main character, um, just and not to sound like an asshole, but completely up its own ass, making its own problems. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously the world has changed a bit since the books were published and, you know, you don't want to exclude any types of people. Right. Um, but you also don't need to detour from the main storyline for 35 minutes just to prove how, um, inclusive your storyline is especially if you're just like, can have a boring storyline to show that. So, uh. yeah. Um, I just, a, a, a total misfire. I'm legit mystified at how bad it is Yikes. and how boring it is. And in a world where I can watch anything I want and I don't have to be forced into watching things, you know, like when we were kids, Mark, you know, it's what's on TV. All right, well that's what's on. And if you miss it at that time, you're never going to see it again. And y- you know, you have five channels. So, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going to watch cheers. Cause that's what's on. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I don't have that problem anymore, so I don't need to
1: force myself to watch six hours is a boring ass fucking show. <laughs> so, uh, it's too bad. I, it looks like something just shouldn't be adapted, I guess. Or I don't know. It, it's a it's a it's a difficult. Uh, it's a kind of a, a razor's edge to walk to try to get it right. Adapting yeah. something. I
2: mean, the the sad thing for me is a lot of people are like, "Well, you don't hire Diane Lang uh, to be in your show and then give her a bit part. Well, then maybe they shouldn't have hired her then because." <laughs> <laughs> Two hours into it, I think we have spent 15 minutes with why, and a lot more with uh, everyone else in the story who isn't interesting. So. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, that's my uh, small <laughs> review on Why the Last Man, and my real title for
1: it is Why? question mark Is This So Boring? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, another announcement, speaking of adaptations, another announcement from Netflix was an animated show called Arcane. Uh, from what I can gather, it looks like it's based on a video game of the same name. Um, something that was under League of Legends, which I'm not too familiar with, other than I remember there was a music video that was like a K-pop group and like a English-speaking singer that I don't know took over the world at some at some point, like a few years ago. But uh, yeah, it's it's a animated. TV show. It has a really unique look to it. It's CG, but it has a really painterly uh, look that kind of reminded me of Into the Spider-Verse. So, I don't know anything about the story, but visually it looks pretty cool. What did you guys think of Arcane? Let's go back to Aubrey.
0: Aubrey does not care.
1: <laughs> did, did it at least visually strike you at all?
0: No. Oh. I'm sick of animated stuff.
1: Alright. All right, fine, Joey. What about you, dude? What are you familiar with? Arcane and how did this? Uh, how did this look to you?
2: I'm not familiar with this character, but I know what League of Legends is. Um, a lot of uh, attractive girls who stream on Twitch uh, were playing it for a long time, and maybe still do. That's all. As much as I know about it, it looks like a weird Diablo type thing. Is that even close, Aubrey? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with the game at all. I mean, this looked cool enough. I thought the animation was uh, interesting looking. Um, kind of like clone wars but it was an ass if that makes sense <laughs> right so a little bit more defined yeah so uh, the animation looked looked interesting but I, there's no hook here for me that makes me say i must i must sit down and watch this immediately unless it's like a really slow week for releases for us that week but um yeah so i i don't know it's a pass for me just because i'm not a big league of legends guy and Mm -hmm. generic sci-fi girls get it done storyline isn't going to draw me in if I have no League of Legends excitement. So uh, I'm going to pass on that one.
1: All right. All right. Uh, I think the animation looked cool, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think the animation looks really cool. And that alone is what's going to be that's going to pull me into it. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, That drops November 6 on Netflix. And again, that's a TV show. All right, so then the last bit, the last uh, trailer that we got, speaking of things that maybe shouldn't be adapted, uh, we actually got a look at the opening title card for Cowboy Bebop, uh, the live-action adaptation of the popular anime. Why
0: don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash?
1: Now, when I saw the trailer, uh, uh, when I first saw the footage, I'm like... "Eh." this is kind of like a be careful what you wish for thing for me, because I love the original show so much. Like, I'm not sure if it really translates to to live action. And then I watched it again and took a closer look. And they include a lot of scenes from different episodes. And they are being, it reminded me of uh, what Robert Rodriguez did with Sin City, where he took the book and pretty much made a movie that looks exactly like the book. This show looks like they're just copying it right from the the anime. And I'm stunned at the the level of detail in it. Uh, So yeah, I am like super on board. I'm I'm more excited for this than I think I have been for anything in a long, long time. Uh, But that's that's my idea. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about the footage that you saw from Cowboy Bebop? It's
0: okay. I mean, I, I know a lot of people were shitting all over the costume for Faye and stuff, but like, good lord. You just, man, she doesn't have big boobies hanging out.
1: Yeah, if only there was a TV show or movie where a character had big boobies hanging out. Man, <laughs> we don't get enough of that these days.
0: I know. So <laughs> I, I like her costume. I think it's much better than Balma not having blue hair and the. Live action Dragon Ball movie that was sus and made me angry, but I mean I'm I'm all for it. I hope it's good. If it's not, I'm gonna burn everything down. So
1: oh okay perfect. <laughs> no no pressure, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. All right, Joy. What about you? Do what did you what did you think of this trailer?
2: All right, so I've never watched Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm so I was interested to see what you would have to say about it because I know you love it. And my brother-in-law is also in the same boat. Like you are Mark Ellis, where they're just like obsessed with this shit. Um, I've never seen it. I want to try to remedy that before the show drops, but I don't know if I'm going to get there, uh, with everything else going on in life and podcast watching, but I'd like to try at least, um, in terms of this, it looked really cool. I mean, it, it, I loved it. I thought it looked really cool. And especially I watched the video uh, side by side with the actual opening Mm -hmm. Um, and everything looks really cool. Everything looks good. I don't understand. I agree, Aubrey. I don't understand the uh, anger over Faye's outfit because that's not going to work in live action it's just not it's not something that's going to work in live action like it's not if you want a live action thing sometimes people's outfits have to change it's it's same thing with marvel or you know dc any of the stuff that gets adapted you don't want to see crazy changes and like you know if they change stuff in, in the series that like ruins the storyline or something or completely changes characters or you get like um early 2000s like superhero movies where they're terrified of it being a superhero movie type of stuff but i mean it's really just that's outfit's not gonna work. It doesn't matter who the actress is. That's not gonna work in live action. It's like tiny shorts that aren't buttoned up. <laughs> right. It's it's not gonna work. So I don't get the anger over that. But the uh the trailer certainly well, it's not a trailer, but the the, the opening credits certainly look cool. So I, I'm all in. I, I don't want to ruin the excitement you have for the first uh thing in years and years and years, Mark, but we
1: <laughs> are gonna cover it on the show, so. I am so excited. For some reason, it just baffles me how much they are trying to stick to the anime. It, it, I'm just stunned at how much they really want to try to make it look like this TV show. So it's going to be perfect for people like you who haven't seen it. You know, if you haven't seen an anime, dude, maybe just watch the show like from the jump and just see if it appeals to you. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll stay. I'll stay pure. Yeah, and, and I can be the voice of people who haven't seen the the mm-hmm. anime. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm really excited to see what you think of the story and uh, what Montego from Fans on Patrol thinks of it because he won't watch the anime because it, it is an animated show. But I, I these characters are so cool. I really think it's going to work for people who haven't seen it. I just hope that the people who Revered anime as much as i do don't like start burning and hashtag not my bebop or whatever because i don't i don't want to deal with that anymore thank you star wars um yeah
0: i I was gonna (laughs) say probably the same people that are bitching
2: about star wars yep who the hell has time to sit on twitter all day trying to start arguments with people over like dceu movies or something (laughs) you're gonna say that
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh cowboy bebop drops november 19th on netflix and i will be ready for that and we will definitely be covering it on the show so. nice all right so uh, yeah so those are the big events that happen at Tadum this weekend on netflix all right well we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna review
2: prisoners of the Ghostland.
0: hi i'm ray avid reader film fan tv show marathoner long-term depression sufferer, and caffeine addict. In this podcast, I open up about my lifetime of experience with various mental health diagnoses and how I cope with them on a daily basis, as well as my love of all the books and the TV shows I just can't stop watching. So where does the coffee come in, you may be asking? Well, I can't function before I've had at least my third cup of the dark roasted bean. Welcome to the interesting world that is my brain with every single episode of Not Before Coffee, found where all podcasts are.
2: And we are back. All right, guys, we all had a chance to check it out. It's the newest movie starring Nicolas Cage, direct to video slash VOD. Um, this has been kind of the thing during pandemic. Uh, is this the third or second Nicolas Cage movie we've done so far?
0: Who knows?
2: <laughs> For the pandemic, this is the third one. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Christ. You know, Willie's Wonderland was one of the last ones. Was, I think, the last one we did. Oh, and there was Color Out of Space, but you didn't watch that one, Aubrey. So. Oh, shit. So this is the fourth one. <laughs> but what was the third one? Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. So this is completing the Nicolas Cage pandemic VOD quadrilogy <laughs> with Prisoners of the Ghostland. Aubrey, before we get started, can you tell us what Prisoners of the Ghostland is about? <laughs> and I know you're going to have to read it off somewhere because I don't think you could tell me what it's about off the top of your head. I
0: wish I could freaking tell you what it was about off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I was at work and somebody asked me what I was doing and I said, I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm supposed to watch from my podcast. Some shitty ass Nicolas Cage movie. In the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town, a ruthless bank robber gets sprung from jail by a wealthy warlord whose adopted granddaughter has gone missing. He offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct in five days. The bandit, I thought it was three days, whatever. The bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption.
2: Even the official description can't describe the movie correctly. So that's, there that's was
0: not... three lights on his yeah. suit. I thought it was yeah, not, three days.
2: Not not a good sign. All right. <sighs> so <laughs> so we all had a chance to check it out. And we're going to go non-spoiler, of course, to start. Then Markellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers so if you haven't seen it. Or if you you can bounce, check it out and come back. Or if you don't care, you can stick around. We'll discuss it a little further. Uh, to start, I, I think I know the answer. But uh, Aubrey, how did you feel about Prisoners of the Ghostland?
0: fucking hated this movie. It's awful. I fell asleep during it. How many times? And you know what? I woke up and it was still just as confusing as when I fell asleep. <laughs> I only slept like a half hour. I couldn't Mar- do it.
1: Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, You know how when you're watching a movie and you're like, ah, man, this is, how much more time do I have left on this movie? (laughs) You, like, hit hit the remote up. I did that, and it was, like, 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, no. I'm like, what? This is not happening. This easily has to be, hands down, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. It is. Atrocious, and I will give anything a chance, but holy shit, 15 minutes into it, I'm like, this was a a huge mistake. Worse than The Christmas Light? God, I would rather watch The Christmas Light, Jiu-Jitsu, Willie's Wonderland, (laughs) like five times before I have to watch this movie again. (laughs) All right, well, um,
2: not to sound like a broken record, but this movie sucks ass, (laughs) It's terrible. It's so bad. Um, I was dying. I, I was excited because we're about a week late on it. It came out, I think, last week on demand. So I'm like, all right. I thought, all right, I can get ahead of the podcast um, and my obligations and like watch it. Uh, I think it was Thursday night, maybe or Wednesday night. I was like, all right, I got nothing going on until I have to get up to go to work tomorrow. I'm going to watch this movie, so I'll be ahead. I made it like 15 minutes like, and <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this shit. I shut it off. That's when I put the message for you, Aubrey, in the chat where I was like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Aubrey, you're going to hate this fucking movie. I think it was when the Japanese ladies stuck their head through a hole and were like singing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Noah came in during that part and he was like, why are you watching this creepy ass movie? I, like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> like, you're going to fucking hate this movie. <laughs> so, I I will say it's it's terrible it's incomprehensible and it's not a fun bad movie watch so I probably the most divisive movie in years has been malignant yeah um but that's a to me that's a fun watch even though it's it's not a good movie it's a fun watch and then inflicting it on other people and having to react to it is fun this is not Fun in any way, shape or form. It's just an incomprehensible mess and it sucks. (laughs) It's so long. I think it's an hour and 45 minutes and it felt like six days. (laughs) It's awful. I mean, there's not really anything to spoil because like the movie doesn't make any fucking sense. But I guess if you don't want to know anything about the movie, Uh, We're going to drop the drop and spoil Prisoners of the Ghostland.
0: I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler
2: (laughs) Here's a spoiler.
1: You will die alone.
2: (laughs) All right, guys. So it sounds like none of us liked this movie in any way, shape or form. Aubrey, was there anything you liked about this? Not a single thing. Nothing. This
0: movie was fucking stupid and awful. And made absolutely no sense. (laughs) I'll go on later. There's nothing, no redeemable qualities. Okay.
2: Uh,
1: Markellis, how about you? Uh, I really liked the nap that I took in between like the (laughs) second and third acts. (laughs) Cause I, this movie put me out, dude. I mean, I've, I've I've been working a lot of hours, so maybe that has something to do with it, but man, I took a nice nap in between. Um, You know what's weird is that as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, who the fuck directed this movie? Like, who's responsible for this? And it's a filmmaker that um, actually did another movie that, like, I saw his movies on IMDb. And I'm like, I haven't seen any of these movies until I got to one. Yeah, you have. Yeah, it's called The Suicide Club. And uh, I actually was on uh, Code 45, the movie podcast, and reviewed it with them.
2: And Wait, he made a movie called Anti Porno. I don't like this
1: guy. <laughs> so, you know, that movie, uh the Suicide Club, uh, excuse me, the Suicide Club is fucking ridiculous and barely makes sense. But I gave it a kind of a passing grade because I can see the attempt that he was trying to make. This one, other than it other than it visually looking nice, like you know, it's in focus and he has some cool visuals, everything else is like oh, I'm sorry. It, the visuals are cool, and the costume design is actually really cool, too. Other than that, it's garbage. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. Um, let's see. Things I liked about this. Um, Sophia Boutella, who plays Bernice, is the girl he's supposed to rescue, um, is uh, 11 out of 10 hot. <laughs> uh,
1: I, w- I wouldn't go <laughs> that far. And has been for a long time. <laughs> I-, I wouldn't go that far. I was, ho- I was waiting for like the hot uh, Sophia to show up in this movie and she's barely there. No, I mean,
2: she's like covered in grime and, and stuff. I'm (laughs) just saying like in general, like she's smoking hot. So like I could kind of like at least pay attention to her, um, uh, towards the end of the movie, there's a couple fight scenes that are decently shot and were somewhat okay. Okay. Yeah. And the character of, uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Yasujiro. Sure. It was the, it was the Colonel Sanders looking <laughs> guys, uh, samurai <laughs> sidekick. Right. Um, that was the actor that was in versus, if you ever saw the movie mm. Versus and he's the, he was the main character with the trench coat that's swirling around and he's killing <laughs> zombies. Do you remember this movie? No? I i remember what the cover box looks like sitting on a shelf in yeah. Blockbuster, but I never saw it. And he was in one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Azumi. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Starring the loin achingly hot Aya Ueto. So, um, you know. I saw him in the credit. I I was like, "That guy looks so fucking familiar to me." And then when I looked in the credits, I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's why." I was like, "I'm I'm glad he's getting work." Yeah, (laughs) it's not good work, but you know, if the guy's putting you know food on the table, I'm I'm happy for him. So, uh, those were the only good things about this movie. (laughs) Aubrey, what didn't you like about this movie?
0: First of all, there's cowboys. In Samurai Land. Like, what the hell is Samurai Land? Some racist-ass shit with Chinese people in samurai suits. Like, what the fuck is that? And and then there's cowboys there. I, went, I don't even understand. And then he's in jail in some sort of diaper that, that sumo wrestlers wear. I don't get that. Um, They were in some bank thing with a gumball machine and this (laughs) kid just has a cup full of gumballs like what bad parent is letting him do that and they're wearing like weird masks i don't get it and the the plot made absolutely no sense no sense at all i just i don't get it and 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 it's it's mind-blowing how this is even a movie. Nicolas Cage like does some weird like I'm going to beat you up kind of move towards people and they like back up and then they put him in some sort of suit that blows up and blows his balls off I'll like karate and, chop you man. Yeah, that I, I, I don't It's like Nicolas Cage read the script for this and was like, "Yes, this sounds like the worst movie ever I want to be in it." <laughs> Cuz if I was an actor and I got paid a whole bunch of money, I'd do the same thing. Be like, "Yes, Sounds like the worst movie I've ever read. I want to be in it. What else does he have to do with his life?
2: I think it's more of we're gonna make this weird movie, what do you think? And here's the check, and we <laughs> gonna have you come out for a week and a half. Fucking hate this movie. A- anything else?
0: No. Fuck this movie. Even no one <laughs> thought it was stupid.
1: <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagan. Uh, Yeah, so um, as Aubrey said, he comes out out of prison. All right, first of all, if you're going to rob a bank, wouldn't it be smart to wear a mask? I I, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If you're going to rob a bank in Asia and you're going to be a a white guy, maybe wear a mask? I I don't know. I don't know. Um, Probably don't rob the uh, (laughs) bank in Samurai Town. Is there
2: a different town you could pick to (laughs) rob the bank in? That's probably not the best one to pick.
1: (laughs) Um, I did not understand the... You, you could just stop there. <laughs> there you go. That's the <laughs> I didn't understand the purpose of the right hand man samurai guy. Like, the so Nicolas Cage gets out of jail, and he, like Aubrey said, he's wearing his weird uh, sumo wrestler diaper. And then a lady goes, Let me see your balls. <laughs> and it's like 10 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, What the fuck am I watching? So they put him in a, a leather suit. Uh, All black leather suit and has these like little uh, devices on his arms and on his on his nuts and around his neck that are going to blow up. I don't know, for some reason, if he doesn't like get get the girl back in time or whatever. I don't know. So, yeah. So they do wind up blowing up one of his balls because he (laughs) he looked at her and got excited, I guess. And the performance that Nicolas Cage gets gives when his ball gets blown off is priceless. It's uh, that check must have been huge. Uh, when they cleared off, because, man, I don't know what the hell he was doing. His partner in crime, the guy that was robbing a bank with him, that's fucking Nick Cassavetes. Yep. The director of The Notebook. <laughs> I, I know. I kept
2: looking and go, who is that guy? And then when I looked it up, I was like, no, that, that must, <laughs> I must have that
1: wrong. That's not who that. Is. Like, how far the mighty has fallen. This dude is responsible for one of the ultimate chick flicks in the history of cinema and now he's right, the right hand man of Nicolas Cage in his bad movie who shows up towards the end during a zombie apocalypse scene. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine what was happening oh at that my point. God it's fucking ridiculous. Um you know what I just want to play like a clip. I just want to play a small clip from this movie of Nicholas okay. Nicolas Cage rallying the troops because he wants to save the prisoners of Ghostland. Okay.
0: Now hear this! ghostlanders.
2: Tomorrow! Getting out of here!
1: Impossible! Impossible. (laughs) It's impossible. Impossible? Ha! Have you told me three days ago I'd be standing here with one arm and one testicle? Trying to reason with you, bitches! I would have said impossible too! But I'm telling you! There's a way!
0: There is no way. Yes, there is! And if we don't stop them, they'll break free! They'll roam the world! Terrorizing and killing! We'll be their prisoners forever! (laughs) (laughs) That's the part that I woke up to.
1: (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, my God. The performances in this movie are just atrocious. Um, and Nicolas-
2: so I, I just want to interrupt you for a second, yeah. Mark. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, so you're <laughs> like, what the fuck did I just listen to? That's what watching the entire movie is like. Yes. It's Nicolas Cage yelling. Um, it's random. uh Asian extras um, screaming and yelling off camera or in in frame. And you have no idea what they're saying or what they're doing or what it has anything to do with the rest of the movie. And nothing makes sense. And the
1: acting is horrendous. Yep. Yep. So, um yeah, Nicolas Cage is saying bonsai when he robs the bank and throwing karaoke jokes out and saying, hi, fucking ya. Hi, fucking ya. As he's starting to fight these people, it's it's just unbelievable. So yeah, I know some people like some people say, "Oh my god, this movie is awful." And I'm one of the people that's like, "Oh, I have to watch it." I'm telling you right now, do not watch this movie. <laughs> Don't waste your time, your money, anything. Unless you want to get like uh nah, I wouldn't even say get drunk and watch it. It's just garbage. No. 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 Um, yeah, I agree with both
2: of you guys. It's not a fun bad <laughs> movie watch. It's it's Im- incomprehensible and I could understand like Aubrey, not liking something that's kind of wacky and out out there a little bit, because honestly, Aubrey, that's not your type of movie, you know, like I don't like certain types of movies. Mark doesn't like certain types of movies that it's not your type of movie to begin with. But if it was fun or interesting or there was something there, it might've hooked you. There's nothing here, man. Like this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. The wackiness isn't funny and it's not even like cringe. It's just like, more of a like, you're just kind of sitting there like, what the fuck am I watching? Like 90% of the runtime of this movie is just like, what the fuck am I watching? What the fuck is happening? Um, I got to ask you guys a question. Mark, you paid for this on Amazon? Of course I did, yeah. <laughs> okay. W- were the When people were speaking in Japanese or, or Chinese or um, Mongolian, I'm not trying to be a jerk because there were a lot of different types of Asian people in this. When they were speaking in their dialects, was it subtitled?
1: Yeah, in their dialect, yes, Um, but they were speaking a lot of English, but I couldn't really understand, and the reason I knew it was English is because there was no subtitles. Okay, because
2: I was watching this, but it had Spanish subtitles on Firestone. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't know if it was just because it had Spanish subtitles it was translated or not, but um, God, like you couldn't, I don't understand what was happening. A lot of the scenes are just like, Nicolas Cage is doing something that has nothing to do with the plot, and then random um, Asian actors that are dressed like they just walked off the set of Mad Max are oh, yeah. just like screaming and yelling. Yeah, there's was...
0: like three different settings. There's like an old western setting, a ancient China setting, and then there's Mad Max.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but what? Like, what was even happening? Like, like just random, like. Groups of Asian people in weird costumes would show up and just start screaming and yelling. Like it had nothing to do with the plot or like. like oh, and then there was make, like some people too. And then um, the director of the notebook showed up on a bus and he exploded. <laughs> and they explained it to Nicolas Cage by, by like doing an interpretive dance in front of a television. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was. This sounds like hilarious and we're laughing, but don't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so bad um so yeah the movie's incomprehensible um and there's nothing that overcomes that so like one cool little bit and I'm, I'm saying like a cool fight scene but it's really like um la momia fights like two guys and it's like maybe a minute long and she does mm-hmm. some cool flips and stuff with a samurai sword yep you know you know nicholas cage has like a weird um arm with a sword on it and i had gotten up to get popcorn at one point so i must have missed when he got that not that it would have mattered (laughs) if i didn't you know didn't understand what was happening in the movie at that point but the choreography and his fights was pretty bad um and like i said i liked to see the guy from versus get a paycheck but the movie is just incomprehensible. I I just, it's so weird and it's not in a fun or funny way. It just sucks. And the movie is ass. And then, and then it ends the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then everybody was buying stuff in samurai town and they sit down on a bench and the end, the only thing that made me laugh, like legitimately laugh in the whole movie is at the very beginning when they put him in the bomb suit and they're like, Oh, you you have 3 days to get the girl back or you're going to explode. Um he grabs like a little
1: kid's bike and starts pedaling. <laughs> right. They I thought that was amusing. They but. give him like a uh, like a fancy car. They're like, "All right, this is your car to go on your journey." And he does like a quick donut, gets out of the car, grabs a bike and then just rides the bike. Was that the car from Willy's Wonderland? Was it the same car? Oh, you know what? It could have been. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if Nicolas Cage was like all right, give me $2 million and let me drive my own car, put me in a black Ghost Rider motorcycle suit, even though it makes no sense at all in the desert, uh, and yep. just let me do, like, my Elvis, hi karate chop stuff. Yeah, you know, it's fine. And they're like, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's hard to even, like –
2: Come up with things I quote unquote didn't like because the movie is so incomprehensible that like there's nothing to be like oh well this part sucks this part sucks like the whole thing sucks right. and then a, a clock explodes for no fucking reason and it's over <laughs> okay Um, yeah so uh, this movie sucks Aubrey we got to score it zero to five five being the best zero being the worst what do you have <laughs> for prisoners of the ghostland?
0: can't even believe that's a question. It's a zero.
2: <laughs> is this the worst movie you've seen this year?
0: It's the worst movie I I think I may have ever seen.
2: Wow. And you hang out with me on a consistent basis. Okay. <laughs> no. uh, Mark Hellis,
1: how about you? There There is a point where I thought I saw Jiu-Jitsu this year, but it was actually last year. Because I was like, man, I'm going to hate Nicolas Cage forever if, uh, <laughs> if I had to watch this movie and that movie in the same year. Uh, so this one has, like I said, has good visuals. It has somewhat okay fight scene, but this is easily one of the worst movies of the year. If not one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, but I'm still going to give it a 0.5 and get a half a star. Cause uh, it's nice to see the director of a suicide club, uh, still working 20 years later.
2: All right, um, I'm going to give it also a half a star out of five, um, strictly because uh, I love that girl, um, Jeez. even though she's not that hot in this movie. in in all other things, she's drop dead gorgeous. So just for her, I'm going to go a point five out of five. Um, otherwise, if this isn't the worst movie I've seen this year, it, it's real close. I'll tell you this. I'd rather watch Thunder Force on a 24 hour loop than watch this ever again. So. I don't think I need to say anything else. I'd rather lick Melissa McCarthy's sweaty taint than Jeez. fucking watch this movie ever again. So there you go. And it probably would taste like cheeseburgers or something, which is really gross. Um, But that's it. That is our review of Prisoners of the Ghost Land completing the Nicolas Cage Direct to Video <laughs> Pandemic Quadrilogy, hopefully. <laughs> um, uh, if I suggest another Nicolas Cage movie, are you guys going to quit the podcast?
1: Oh, no. No. Eventually, he's got to get it right at some point. This is the one, I swear. <laughs> what about you, Aubrey? Are going to have to get a guest host? Do we add that to the list with horror movies?
0: We'll, we'll see that it begrudgingly, because we've been doing this for seven years, and I still haven't left yet for some reason.
2: That sigh made me almost get up and make sure I didn't forget to take the trash out. So. <laughs> So that's our review. Prisoners of the Ghost Land starring Nicolas Cage is available now on video on demand like Amazon Prime and uh, Apple TV. Uh, Please don't check it out because it's fucking awful. But if you do or you have a different opinion, hit us up on social media and let us know what you thought. So let's wrap it up. Before we tap it up, let's get a recommendation for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got?
0: Fuck. Uh... I recommend everybody clap, clap your hands. <laughs> That's what I got.
1: <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Uh, Mark Ellis Riggins, how about you? Hold on. I got to clap my hands. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, we said so. Um, I recommend, I want to recommend everyone check out Star Wars Visions on Disney+. Plus. It's a, uh, it's uh, something that we had mentioned before in a show uh, a bunch of uh, Japanese anime directors are uh, getting to play in the Star Wars sandbox uh, and they're telling Star Wars stories that aren't really connected to or uh, from what I can tell, not really connected to the main um, storyline, just kind of uh, artists having some fun. And the first few ones that I've seen have been really impressive, like I've really enjoyed them. So, uh, yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan or if you just want to see some cool anime, uh, check out Star Wars Visions on Disney+. All right. And uh, just
2: a little preview. We will be reviewing that on Patreon next month uh, on our video podcast. So, you yeah, know, don't don't get it. Don't think we're going to forget about Star Wars colon visions. But, you know, we're there on it. Uh, I will suggest that everyone goes to wizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. There's comic reviews, there's movie reviews, there's so much more at sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel, go to youtube.com backslash Our so podcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Uh Adam just dropped a couple unboxings, including an amazing Hot Toys Mandalorian and Child action figure, which not only costs probably a week's paycheck, but is fucking cool as hell. So check that out. Don't forget our Patreon, as I just mentioned, at patreon.com backslash so Our podcast, where you can get extra exclusive episodes of the show when you monetarily support us. This month, it's the only place to hear our reviews of The Witcher anime from Netflix, as well as the first movie in the Evangelion Rebuild series. And I will be touching on some cool stuff I've been watching as well. And I am going to suggest that you don't watch Why the Last Man. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Because it's (laughs) terrible. Um, I think it's worse than... Prisoners of the Ghostland because they had the expectation and the disappointment. But I don't like it. So I would like, if you like it, you message us on social media and let me know what I'm missing in this because I think it sucks, uh, Harry Balls. Other than that, you know, we good, we good. Next week, we're gonna be talking about Venom Colon. Let there be carnage. Aubrey, are you excited for Tom Hardy?
0: Hundred percent.
2: What if he shows up in a leather suit riding a kid's bicycle?
0: It's okay. He could it's... be in gym shorts and I'll take it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that, my friends, is what we'll be reviewing next week on the podcast. But that's going to do it for episode number 373. I have been your host, Julia DeCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of the Ghostland, Aubrey Litchfield.
0: Sunshine and rainbows. Everything is sunshine and rainbows.
1: And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Let me see your balls. (laughs) Jesus. Everybody have a good week in
2: Wakanda forever. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Come on back as we review Venom Part 2. Or don't make me use my karate chop on you. Yeah. (laughs) Good journey.